I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. The market is so much more saturated than it was before on Instagram. You really need to put in there things that A, will catch people's eye really quickly, and B, will tell them exactly what it is you do. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. If you're enjoying this podcast, we hope you are. Why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We'd love to hear what you think. Now, last episode, we talked about ways to repurpose our content, one of our favorite subjects, using mm-hmm. the content goldmine. Mary Kate Gulick, content marketing coach and strategist, discussed how she takes one big piece of content and turns it into 12 to 18 months of material. It was a really great episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, episode 15, you may want to check that out after this episode. So this episode is episode 16. Oh my goodness. I know. We're bringing back our friend Chelsea Mars of at Chowdown USA and the social media marketing agency Royal Horizon Media. Last time we talked about all things hashtag, which was really helpful because mm-hmm. Kate and I are both still working hard on our Instagram. <laughs> Struggling. And this time we're going to be focusing on creating the perfect Instagram bio. Before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse? So, wah, wah. I'm actually not drinking really anything at the moment except for water. But um, if you recall our off-air conversation before mm-hmm. we started recording, um, you told me about this Pignac pineapple rose liqueur, right? Yeah. So, um, I'm going to be buying some of that and trying it. And apparently, you can just put it right on the rocks, right? I, I, I haven't tried it yet, but it's funny. My mom actually got it for me for the, like and I was like oh have you tried this she's not a big alcohol drinker I said oh have you tried this and she goes no I, I just got it for the bottle <laughs> yeah well I mean right now we're airing this episode and there's a couple inches of snow on the ground so anything yeah, pineapple that's gonna make me feel like I'm in the tropics will do oh, so god do I wish we were it was, I, know. I mean it's I mean by the time this episode airs it's gonna be almost summertime so yeah well I'm this close you can't see my fingers this close to just pushing buckaruba or something but you just can't right now you can't no no you can't you can't but that's you know that's neither it's funny a couple then this relates to our conversation a couple years ago 2018 actually um was the last time I got to really travel because then 2019 is when I had Ariel Mm -hmm. and in my Instagram I was more focused on travel and in my Instagram bio, I actually had like a cute thing with um, all emojis, and it was like Boston BOS, and it and had like a, a pl- and had a plane, and then it was I think my first trip was um, Iceland and England that year. So I had like Iceland and England, and I put a little crown, and then I put another, you know plane and it was going to Disney World and they had like a mouse or castle a castle oh my gosh plane I don't remember and, this but it yeah, sounds and then really it cute was, um St. Lucia Ooh. was my last trip of the year oh. and so then I had a palm tree so like I had this like whole thing in my Instagram bio like saying where I was going to be traveling that year and I and I re- even as my like you know I knocked them off like I yeah was, it was January that I was in England and Iceland and then in August for and there were a couple of the trips in between. But even as I knocked them off, I refused to remove them. And it wasn't, I think, until like midway through 2019 that I actually did because I was a little proud of that. Yeah. You, no, that's a lot of traveling. Was, we haven't it was done travel. Yeah. Much even 
even up to the pandemic, we weren't doing too much, yeah. but we are looking forward to, yeah, getting that little yeah. airplane emoji out there. But it fit, it fits so well at the time with like my whole brand to have that in my bio and it looked, I had done so much work on it and it looked so cute, you know, and I love, I love reading other pe- people's bios, but I had no idea how important it was to getting people to know like I always thought what was most important was like your profile picture and even that it really came down to the feed and the captions and the hashtags and you know locations that you've attached you know the metadata and all that kind of stuff I had no idea how important the bio was until I had actually talked to Chelsea oh middle of last year because I had started you know I had hired her for a coaching session Right, so. right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, what Chelsea is going to share with us is really, really awesome. And I, it does remind me that I just need to go and take a double double look into it. And yeah. I don't change mine. As I said, it, it took me a while to even get rid of that portion of it, but I don't change it often. And I feel like with, between her coaching, like she got me to a point where I'm happy with it. But at the same time, you know, as I've been refining my niche, I feel like I need to make some chances. But she's, you know, She's the real expert. Um, So I'm hoping our audience is going to take what she has to say and maybe apply it to their own uh, Instagram bios because it really is an important part of our social media. It's like our, it's like our hello. It is. It is. It's our little tiny elevator pitch. (laughs) Well, you may remember Chelsea from episode three when she gave us the lowdown on hashtags and she would know her Instagram account at chat on USA has over 27,000 followers and she runs her own social media marketing business, Royal Horizon Media. This time she's sharing her tips for the perfect Instagram bio. Chelsea was with us last time talking about hashtags, but Chelsea, I would love for you to remind our listeners and inform our new listeners what it is you do, who you are, where you come from, your influencer background, and now talking a little bit about your new company. And yeah, just all the deets. Give us give us the lowdown and then we'll jump into our topic. Yeah, thanks. So hey guys, my name's Chelsea. I started off originally as a food blogger over at Chowdown USA. Um, which I still have. Um, And I did that for about seven years as an influencer working with food and fashion and travel brands. Um, And last year I started, um, I co-founded Royal Horizon Media, which does influencer marketing and social media marketing, um, which has been really fun and fast paced um, and just kind of sharing everything I've learned myself as an influencer with others um, who, you know, seem to find it helpful. And I wish I had someone at the beginning, like telling me best practices. I kind of learned it over many years. Um, so trying to speed that up for others. When did you start Chowdown USA? Oh my gosh, literally, I think it was seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. Um, and it was back in San Francisco. It was actually called Chowdown by the Bay. And then when I moved to Boston, I had to change it to Chowdown USA. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cute. How long have you been in Boston? Um, like six years now. Okay. I moved here right after I started Chowdown, which is funny. Well, okay. Your following is impressive. We, you know, Kate and I don't have nearly as many no, followers. No, we don't. And we don't want to, like, judge ourselves on followers. We talked about that no. last time. Right. But it's still very impressive, and we are so happy to have you back because – 
just your experience with your own um, personal chow down USA page and then your business. We are excited for you to tell our listeners uh, about the Instagram bio, which is something I know people have talked about, but we would love to give our audience a little bit more detail on what they can do with their Instagram bio. It sounds so simple. Uh, yeah. Like I think when I started out, I just put like, you know, my name and then like a couple of D de- like I live in Boston and that was basically it, you know, but it's so much more sophisticated than that. It matters. Right. So totally. know, like uh, from your opinion, why does it matter? And I guess how to craft the perfect bio. And what are you drinking? Oh yes. Cocktails and content creation, right? What are you drinking? Um, my go-to cocktail is actually the Moscow Mule. Oh, I love those. Really? Me too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love them. And I don't know if it's just the little mug that they come in or, <laughs> or what. No, that's, that, that is cute. Very the Instagrammable. Ginger, the ginger beer is really ginger. R- refreshing. It's it's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> I like to tell myself that. Okay. Um, yeah. Now that we've talked alcohol, let's get back to the, the real deal. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yes, the Instagram profile is optimizable. It is important. It's increasingly important now more so than before. A, because the market is so much more saturated than it was before on Instagram. You really need to put in there things that A, will catch people's eye really quickly, and B, will tell them exactly what it is you do. Um, And it's searchable. And it puts you in the algorithm for your niche. So not everybody realizes that. So that bold part, if you go to your profile right now and look at it, that bold part where your name is, is searchable. So if you look at the top people in most niches, they have their name, maybe an emoji, um, and then their niche. So for example, you could say like Sarah, fashion blogger, or like John, you know, pastry baker, whatever it is. I literally Um, just did that. What? I literally just searched for what I actually put for mine. So that's good to know. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. Yep. Yeah. And and that's, it might be something that's relatively new because that's something that's just starting to like, everyone's starting to talk about it. So I'm not sure if that just happened or if it just was like leaked that people are knowing that now. Um, but yeah, so your name is searchable. You can put hashtags in your bio. Um, and you do want your bio to have on brand on niche keywords as well. And one kind of fun way to do this. So I recently branched off my account and I moved most of my travel stuff to a new travel account. Um, because we're learning the importance of niching down in an account. And I love the name of this account. Ah, thank you. Yeah. It's travel to Mars. Cause Mars is my last name. Um, oh, I love it. That's adorable. Um, and so basically what I did is if you take a word cloud of the top like 50 people in your niche, you can just copy and paste their bios into there. And there's free ones on Google if you search for like word cloud. And it brings up the top keywords that they're all using. So it'll say like I think for the travel account I did, the top ones were like, travel, adventure, wanderlust, presets, you know, and I took out the ones that made sense for me. And I tried to put as many of those in my bio as I could. So you go to Google 
Uh-huh. And you can Google something like word cloud. Okay. I'm on wordclouds.com right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. Then what do you type in? What do you there's type in word cloud? That you can just keep putting in multiple things and it will keep amassing. You can just copy and paste into the word cloud section. It'll pull out the most popular terms and make them the biggest in the word cloud. Wow. That is, that blows my mind. I love it. I love it. And it it. really works. This, This account is the fastest growing account I've seen. And it's kind of on autopilot now where because I'm so entrenched into the algorithm for travel bloggers, people are just finding me on that account now. So so what you ended up then doing, like right now I'm on your page, your travel to Mars. So you have Chelsea, a little palm tree, adventure travel. (laughs) And is that the word adventure you used as a result of like the cloud or is it the other text that you have? So I wanted it to be an adventure travel account um, because I've noticed that's kind of what I gravitate towards is just going to unique places. Um, and that, that, yeah, that came from the word cloud. Of okay. There is adventure travel. Wow. Travel blogger, content creator. Um, yeah. So that is how I optimize the profile and it's allowing Instagram to really know who I want to be associated with and who I think I am. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't even like that's something I didn't know coming on this show that existed oh my goodness I don't think many people do yeah it's it's kind of and it's not that you have to do that it's just helpful to know like these are the top people in your industry this is what they're all using in their profile it just makes sense no it totally makes sense and it's better than just going to somebody else's bio and completely stealing it which (laughs) we shouldn't be doing at all you still make it your own like I have in here last name Mars you know, I'm in Boston seashell house tour at the link below. Um, so you can tweak it so that it's unique to you. I see you use emojis in your bio. Any, mm-hmm. is that good? Is it bad? Is it, does the algorithm care? Should people use them, not use them or your I opinion? Use them to break it up. That's the, I'm, that isn't a strategy algorithm wise for me. I don't, have information on whether or not the algorithm likes or dislikes emojis. I'm not sure if they can read them or not. That's an interesting question. Okay. But I'm sure it's like it's more aesthetically pleasing. I mean, especially since you're saying you use them to break them up to somebody who's not a computer might look at that and say, Oh, that's cute. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Going even beyond the content. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And you can get a point across sometimes with an emoji that's not using for characters, right? Or something. Yeah. You are so how many characters are we limited to? Is it 150? Somewhere around there. Yeah, it's it's an annoying limit because sometimes, especially in the name is where the limit can really get you. Because if you want to put your full name and your keywords in there, depending on how long, you know, your name is. Yeah, I can't. I can't. My name's too long. And then my, my niche is too long. Right. So. And you could just do your first name potentially. That's yeah. That's what I ended up doing because yeah. I you because I remember we talked about this because yeah. you're you are my guru on yeah. this. So you know it just then I tried and I was like, oh, that's not going to work. Can you, I mean, who cares? Who cares about last names anyways? Right. Who needs them? <laughs> <laughs> 
So now that we know about um, the word cloud, so other than that, how would you say we could craft that perfect Instagram bio that's not only searchably friendly, but also aesthetically pleasing? Yeah, I would say make sure you break it up in some way. If it's just a paragraph, it can be tougher to read. Um, And you want someone to really be able to glance at it quickly and know exactly what it is you do and who your target audience is. And also, especially if you're a business, how you can help them. So some people say even using the phrase, you know, whatever your target keyword is, and then I help blank do blank. Hmm. If you're a baker, you know, then it's, I provide delicious baked goods for the neighborhood, whatever it is. Or, you know, I provide branding tips for brand photographers. Um, You get really clear who you're reaching. So that person, once they find you, knows that they found you and that you're what they're looking for. Um, I once heard someone say like, especially for like lifestyle and, and other influencers, like you should almost make yourself like that they want to be your best friend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard to do. It is hard. Um, and it's a skill. It's a strategy, right? Um, the other thing we've seen just from the brand side for influencers is make sure you have your location in there. Cause a lot of influencer campaigns are location based and they want someone, you know, they want, four people from New England and three people from SoCal, but there's so many influencers who don't have their location in their bio. And then we have to go click through, see the locations they're posting, see the tags that they're doing. And sometimes you can never find a location for someone. And maybe for some people that's on purpose. Um, But I think it just makes it a lot easier if you are an influencer and you do want to get found for campaigns to put your location in there. Now there's an option for location though in the bio, right? Um, yeah, so, I think, so maybe I could be wrong, but I thought that there's actually in the profile, instead of using some of your characters, if you edit your profile, there is a way, like if you look at my profile, Boston, Massachusetts is, is, is at the bottom and it's not counting towards my characters. It's not actually in my bio. Huh. It's in, I'm trying to go to my account right now. Um, yeah, somehow I, I have. That might depend on the type of account you have. Oh yeah, what, what kind of account you have? Because I'm seeing this. It's interesting. I have a business account. So do I. I'm not allowed to do it. Me neither. <laughs> oh, no. Inst- maybe Inst- I have a relic relic thing that is Instagram is, positive. no. I think Instagram's just being difficult. On, well, because, um, you know, Chelsea, this is actually something that we've talked about, Jesse and I, that Jesse on certain accounts, she doesn't have the option to, what is it, like reels? You can't I just do, got reels. You, yeah, she just got reels on one of her account, but then the other account that she has, it's had it for a while, and mm-hmm. I've had it for a while even though I haven't used it and yeah. got to get on that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. So are there are there certain features that certain, I mean, not even not even different kinds of accounts because I know there's business, creator, um, you know, regular, are there different features offered to different accounts, even within that same type of account? 
Yes. So there are differences in how they roll out certain features. So for Reels, it might have just not been rolled out yet to that account because it's so new. But I also know of other accounts and creators who, for example, couldn't tag a location in any of their posts for months or years. And nobody knew why. And all of a sudden, one day they could again. Um, So there's just weird glitches that can also happen. So unfortunately, Instagram and Facebook don't have a huge customer service department. Yeah, well, you know. Okay. Ask them. Yeah. Mystery solved. If you go to edit profile under contact options, you'll see an option for address and you can put your city and state. Oh my gosh. And therefore, you don't have to take up characters in your bio. It will still show up though on your on your page like mine. Okay. Well, there you go. Jesse just teaching us something. I'm so proud of you. Oh, God. Well, I was like, wait a minute. I know I did that somehow because someone years ago told me that. Don't take it against your characters. But there we go. Okay. Yes. Yes. There you go. So you can put in your location. Don't even have to take up extra characters. You have no excuse not to have a location in your body. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Now, um, you know, you talked about using hashtags in a bio. Um, A, I guess this is kind of a double question here. What, so if you're a lifestyle influencer, you know, do you want to, you know, last time we talked about using big hashtags versus little hashtags. Do you want them to be big? Do you want them to be little? Should we do like one of each? Also, if you have your own brand hashtags that you've created, is that what you should put in your bio? Yes, to the second one for sure, because that's the biggest way that they're going to know to use it. Um, So I would definitely have your branded ones in there, but I would also definitely have, it's hard to say if it's going to be big or small because it's going to depend on your niche. I would say it's most important that you have the hashtags for your niche and you have those keywords in there. So if it's a bigger niche, like I have travel blogger in mind, that's a huge hashtag, but I'm okay with it because I want that in my bio. I want people Mm -hmm. to me for that. And I want the algorithm to know that that's what I want to be associated with. But if you have a smaller niche, if you're, you know, a lo- if you're a Boston pastry chef, if you want to do Boston chef in there, it's a smaller hashtag, but that's your niche. So that should be in there. So yeah. not so much worrying about the size when it comes to the bio hashtags or keywords, but more about making sure you're on niche and on brand with them. Mm. Okay. So I like to learn by emulating others. We don't want to necessarily <laughs> say copy, but um, are there any bios out there that you like have come across that like offhand that you know you've loved or you've seen that are in your mind super effective in telling mm. people what it is they do or offer or want to work with? Um, I don't have one in mind. I think, like I said, I more take them at scale. So I'll more do the word cloud thing with them and take like, oh, I liked these top 40 or 50 ones. Let's see what they all had in common. Um, But I think one of the best things just as a feature to me that I've seen across all of my favorite ones is they have a really good CTA in them too. So a call to action. So everything else we talked about is all well and good. But if you're not giving your audience anything to do, they might leave your page without having interacted with you. Um, so a lot of people will say, you know, grab my presets here at this link. Cause there's that link at the bottom of your bio. You can put a link in there. 
um, or, you know, free cheat sheet to the Instagram algorithm or whatever it is that you specialize in, you know, here's a recipe, here's a do it yourself. Right. And this is really like a lead. It could be a lead magnet. It could be anything to capture email addresses ultimately to build your, your network, your brand, your, your, um, your following, your, your following. Right. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you know, as much as we like to help with engagement, the, the ultimate goal is to get them from your social media onto your website, onto your email list. Cause that's where you really have them most engaged. So it's a really good funnel. That's why they call it like click funnels, right? It's you're funneling people from a platform where it's harder to reach them. And then you're getting them onto your own personal email list and things like that so that you can reach them more often. And that link in your bio on Instagram is the main place that you can do that, especially if you're under 10K followers because you don't have the swipe up. Yeah. Elusive swipe up. I know, but you can use it in IGTV. You have more links there. Oh. So realize this, even if you're under 10K. Yeah, you're going on IGTV and all that stuff. Je- this is something Jesse and I have talked about, like <laughs> not using Reels, not using IGTV. Does the, I mean, this kind of goes back to the algorithm, but does Instagram like it when you use their features? Is that something that they prioritize your account? Yeah, 100%. Um, they like when you use everything, which is hard to do. Like how can one person do everything? But yeah, I mean, I definitely notice more engagement when I'm use stories during the day. And there yeah. are just days that like, I'm walking around with, you know, baby food in my hair that I really don't want to jump on stories. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll post like a random picture of my cat. Here's yeah. my cat. So yeah. I think the takeaway is do what you can baby steps, right? Get yes. a good bio and that'll, according to Chelsea, that will go miles for you. So what, so Chelsea, break it down for us, but you know, cause we've talked about a lot here. If you had five or six things that you need to put in your bio, what would those be? So make sure your keywords in the bolded name section, cause that's searchable. Um, put in top keywords from top accounts in your niche that you've researched. Um, make sure you have your location in there. As Jesse pointed out, it won't even account. It won't count towards your like limit of characters, which is great. Um, and you want to have a CTA in there as well. So make sure that you're saying, catch my webinar below, you know, here's my freebie, here's my latest blog. Um, and that should point down to the link in your bio as well. Um, so making sure you're on brand, on niche, really clear what it is you do and how you can help your audience. Those are the biggest things. So simple when you break it down like that. I love it. I know. It's it totally it attainable. Old. Totally attainable. So what other tips, I mean, you kind of broke it down just then, but is there there any other like last tips that you would have for our audience regarding, you know, Instagram and the Instagram bio, how it can help them out and how to make it easy. That's a big thing other than world cloud that is. Yeah. I would say how to make it easy would be also make it easy for Instagram to know who, like what niche you want to be in. So after you've optimized your bio, you can go and follow and interact with a bunch of people using those keywords that you put in your bio as well. So you're kind of making it easy, like help us help you sort of thing. That's, that's what Instagram keeps saying Um, is they just need you to be really clear about what your niche is so that they can bucket you in the right 
bucket and get you going on the right path of your niche. Hmm, I never would have thought of doing that. You make it the Instagram sound a little less evil too. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I have the Instagram the algorithm changes, I'm like, oh my God, it's like they're trying to kill us, but you make it sound like they want to help us. They want to get us to where we need to go. I have to tell myself mm-hmm. this to stay sane in this industry. That's what's happening. <sighs> no, it's to look at it as like, okay, how can I make this work? <laughs> Yeah. It's a challenge. Every, I just think of it as like, all right, challenge accepted every time. But I like how you're thinking about it a little bit better. Like a level up every time they change the algorithm. Like a bigger box. There you go. Level up guys. You got to level up. Yeah. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much. Jesse, did you have any more questions that I'm missing? No, she nailed everything. Again, 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 we'll have her back again. I know, especially to talk about more about like, you know, what you were talking about with email leads and, and having your own um, website presence. I think that is so important. And that's definitely something that we've talked about talking about on the show. Um, so you, I'm sure people will be hearing more from you on this podcast, but uh, if they're looking for you, um, Chowdown USA. Yes. Chowdown USA is my personal like influencer account. And Royal Horizon Media is our influencer social media account separately. Awesome. And then, of course, everybody will be able to find those links on our website. We'll be linking up so they'll be able to find you and not only get more tips because you have an awesome Instagram account, but also uh, maybe uh, use some of your services like your hashtag generator, which we talked about last time, or just engagement stuff, which is so helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, we do um, help you outsource your engagement and create those fresh new hashtag sets every time. Yes. It's super helpful, guys. Check it out. She's a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of resources, DIY, partial DIY, or she can do it all. She can do it all. (laughs) For you. For you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Chelsea. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Wow. Such an awesome conversation. I love chatting with Chelsea. She is just an amazing human. Well, you know, what's interesting about Chelsea is that even though, even though like, you know, that she has all the information and she's really so smart and intelligent when it comes to social media, she doesn't, she doesn't make you feel overwhelmed. And I think that's from her coaching sessions because she really, she creates some great coaching sessions um, for Instagram engagement and everything. She doesn't talk down to you. She doesn't make you feel dumb or anything. She just kind of empowers you to take control and just do it. Yeah, she's really um, like your cheerleader. And even yes. to this day, I we regularly connect on Instagram. I mm-hmm. mean, I I use Royal Horizon Media for my back engagement on my mm-hmm. Instagram. So there's that relationship. But she's always just there, like my little cheerleader leader, which is great to have. I know. I know. And it's, you know, one thing that was particularly, I mean, mentioned, I mentioned this at the beginning, you know, she was talking about niching down and including that in your Instagram bio, you know, as the pandemic, has sh- it's shifted me away from travel and more towards my motherhood content, which is why I was saying, I think I need to like reassess what's going on in my bio a little bit. Um, but the word cloud, that was mind blowing. What right? she had to say about that. I know. It actually really well like, kept secret. I know. I know. I would agree. I'm definitely going to have to check that one out for sure. Put yeah. that on my list because I any- definitely haven't done it. <laughs> And, you know, for anybody who really doesn't have the time, I mean, that's not like 
So when you sign up for a coaching session with her, that's not like one specific coaching session. It's not like the Instagram bio coaching session. It's like Instagram engagement, but she does walk over, you know, walk over your bio and sees, you know, where you can, what you can be adding and everything. So if you don't have time to do that, you know, Chelsea's there. She works with um, Rob. He's also a great resource um, with Royal Horizon Media. I really can't stress enough, at least from my perspective. And also Mm -hmm. Chelsea pointed this out, the location um, she mentioned and you it along figured the, that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm so proud me, of you for me as a photographer. I'm like very location specific. Right. I mean, I very rarely will I travel outside of New England to do shoots. So it's really important for me to have a location on my Instagram bio. Similarly, for any blogger or influencer, they should have that because if there is a campaign coming up and she's looking for influencers for that campaign, she is going to go to your bio and if she can't yeah. find out where you're at it just takes longer to to figure that out and they may mm-hmm. just run over you like they may skip yeah. skip past you and now that we know that we don't even have to take up the you know prime real estate with those 150 cal- mm-hmm. characters to I do that know. that was so that was good we have our own ig expert in the house jesse with you uh, not really not hardly chelsea chelsea can be our in-house expert <laughs> Well, she's, we're certainly thinking of having her back on the podcast. So, you know, I love, so I think things that we need to remember, as you said, having that location in there, um, which doesn't take up from any of the key, the um, characters, brand hashtags. If you come up with your own brand hashtags, have those in there. Keywords, having that keyword, like I have lifestyle blogger. I may have once had travel blogger up there, but you know, since we talked about that no traveling right now lifestyle mm-hmm. blogger and mine i knew you have brand photographer in your mm-hmm. um name section mm-hmm. so there you go right there and then you can also use a larger more general hashtag so right right yes i um the hashtag thing is something i didn't really realize could work in the Instagram bio and I still don't have any hashtags. So I'm definitely going to be adding a couple hashtags related to my niche. So Mm -hmm. um, because Chelsea mentioned that that does get picked up by the algorithm and it's searchable. Yes. So I didn't even know that. And I don't even know. I, I don't even remember if that's something we talked about or if that's like a recent development since again, we, she worked with me on my Instagram bio. So um, yes, I, I, and it's funny because we had we had done that recording just a little bit before we had actually recorded the episode pieces and list, re-listening to it. I was like, I need to do that. I need mm-hmm. to do that, you know, which is it's um, shows you how much cocktails and content creation can teach you guys. Mm-hmm. Even us. We are literally I just listened to her episode again the other day. Um, and I would encourage listeners if they if they are trying to grow their following on hashtags. I just you know, re-listened to it because I was having some issues with my hashtags and I wanted to hear some information and it really helped. Um, and I'm getting a little, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. So between that and my, my hopefully new and improved Instagram bio, moving right along, moving right along. And that's what we're going to do right now. So thank you so much for listening to cocktails and content creation. If you want to check out the show notes, head to cocktails and content creation.com. We have all of the resources for you and you can find out more about Chelsea and the work she does. Make sure to join our Facebook group cocktails and content creation community and leave us a comment on what you'd like us to talk about. You can follow us on Instagram at cocktails and content creation. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple podcasts or wherever you're listening. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionably Kate & Co. 
And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Or if you're a brand photographer and want to learn more about branding photography, I am at the Brand Photographer Method. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.